Hey everyone, this is Ed K. Smith from Online Impact and the Domainer Show. Uh, our co-host Rob K. unfortunately couldn't be on this recording, but to make up for that, we have a special guest on the show today, Mr. Richard Lau from Logo.com. Hey Richard, how are you? Hi Ed. Good, good Ed. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Our pleasure and uh, thanks for taking the time. Richard is based in Vancouver, Canada. So he's on the other side of the planet from Perth. Um, and if you're watching this video, you may see a bit of a lag. Uh, my mouth may be moving way faster than my audio is uh, keeping up with. So I apologize for that, but we're pressing on regardless. So, um, so Richard and I have had a couple of chats over the last few months since uh, NamesCon Online. And um, we're going to dig deep into Richard's history as a domain investor, business developer, and he's got a, a lot to share. And he's got some very interesting um, businesses that he's been involved with um, outside of Logo.com, including Resume.com. He was also the founder of NamesCon back in 2012-ish. Um, and he's also involved with the a charitable organization called Water School, which is amazing and has raised lots of money. And we'll, we'll dig into that as well. So uh, let, let's do a bit of a rewind, Richard. Sure. Let's go back <laughs> to bef before domain name days. Because oh, I'm wow. always interested in, you know, what are people doing before they get into this crazy industry? They've, you know, yeah. they weren't, you know, they didn't pop out of the womb being domain investors. <laughs> they, had that, they had a history before they got, stuck into doing this sort of stuff so let's we won't you know we won't go right back but i'm, I'm, I'm assuming and correct me if i'm wrong are you, are you a canadian born person no i was i was born in england i uh, came over when i was five so um okay. i'm basically raised uh, and and i am canadian um so you know i i, I grew up in vancouver um you know went to the ubc here um, came out of university and um, uh, got into selling uh, cell phones and pagers, you know, beepers. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so did that. That was uh, fresh out of fresh out of university. So I was in my early 20s um, and then uh, did that for a few years. And one of the guys that I was uh, um, working with there uh, split off uh, from the paging company um, and he went and set up a dial up. ISP, you know, uh -huh. uh, with, you know, the, the yep. 14, four modems, uh, you know, 56 K remember them uh, well. TCP IP Winsock, all, all of that. Oh, and, yes. um, and <laughs> so I did some work with him, um, helping them get, uh, helping them, uh, get that ISP up and running. And as part of those conversations, um, started to talk with some of the guys in their customer service department. Um, who were registering domain names for some local real estate agents. And these okay. realtors were like, hey, this is just like, you know, virtual real estate. Um, and, you know, one of those guys, you know, he registered Libya.com, weed.com, Antigua.com. Wow. You know, it's like, it wasn't like LibyaOnline.com. Like he registered Libya.com. Yes. Um, yes. So this is So early. what year was that? Sorry, that was what? Time frame was that it? was that would have been uh, 1996, 1995. Okay. So that's 96. still very very early days. Very early days, and so I um, 
I was like, oh, what? Let's let's see what this internet thing is about, right? And so a friend and I um, started to register a few domain names um, because we wanted to to learn what this HTML was. Yeah. Um, and so we decided, oh, let's do something about cars. We'll put, uh, you know, a car dealer needs to have inventory online. And so we registered a whole bunch of domain names like netcars.com, carsource, carsdirect. And this is at a time when you could register a domain name and you wouldn't have to pay for it until after the mailed invoice arrived. Yeah. And so we, we registered like 50 names um, one night and uh, we decided on something like netcars because it was short. Yeah. And um, then we got an email um, from... Microsoft saying, hey, uh, we see you own carsource.com. We'd love to buy that off you. And we literally yeah. had to go into the garbage to find the invoice that we hadn't paid <laughs> <laughs> to register this domain name to then try and sell to Microsoft. Um, and it, it, you know, long story short, um, turned out there was a trademark holder of Carsource in Toronto Wow. And um, so Microsoft said, well, we're not going to buy it because it turns out there's a trademark. And we ended up, this is early days, right? This is pre-UDRP. This is just still a wild west. Uh, we ended up, uh, ended up um, going to Toronto and um, meeting with the trademark owner and working out a deal. And we sold it to them for $3,000. Nice. So um, that's, that's how I got my first taste of um, buying and selling domain names. I was like, you know, 96, 97, 98, right in that time frame. Um, and so then I, I started, um, I was still, uh, you know, uh, young at heart, uh, you know, I was, I was like 28 and um, I put together a website where you could search for a domain name. Mm -hmm. It would fill in a form and it would um, send an email to register that domain name if it was available. And you would receive an invoice in the mail from you know, Network Solutions or Internet yep. at the time. And um, then people were like, well, so how do we pay you? And I didn't have a credit card system set up. And you know, it was just like literally just me and my bunny slippers at home well, <laughs> trying well, to figure West, out what am I doing here? How am I gonna make some Make money? it up as you went along. Completely, completely like scotch tape and, you know, uh, really like some of the orders when, when we first started out, we were like, oh, how are other people making money? Um, they were setting up email forwarding and website forwarding. And so we're like, okay, well, let's do that. And literally, you know, you put up a form, there was no SSL, it was just like plain text, people are typing in their credit card numbers. But I'm in Canada and Canada at the time was completely a backwater of the internet. And the banks would not process internet transactions. Yeah. Like just flat out zero. They, they were like, no, we don't do, we don't trust that internet thing. Um, and it was the so same here I in Australia. To, Definitely the same. Yeah. I had to print out the, the order forms that, uh, that had people's credit cards on, then call my bank and process it as a telephone authorized transaction. Um, it was just painful and they only accepted visa. So if you, if you came into my website in the early days and you ordered your email and URL forwarding on MasterCard, you just got it for free <laughs> because I had no way of charging you. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, seven or eight months later, after I had managed to get MasterCard approved through the U.S., um, I went back to these people and said, hey, we, we forgot to charge you. 
you know can we still charge you i had like a 50 percent uh success rate on that but um well you don't ask was, you don't get and it wasn't yeah. uh you know it wasn't like it was an illegitimate request it was just something they would yeah. have paid if the systems were uh, were there to deal with it and i think that's the amazing thing for people who have been around for as long as you and i have by the sounds of it in this space is that yeah you look at things that you can do now and the systems that are in place and the tools oh, that people have, it's astounding. Incredible. It is astounding. No, no more scotch tape, duct tape, you know, nailing things together to get them to work. It's, uh, you know, there's complete automated systems that you can sort of attach yourself to, to, to both pick up names, sell names, market names. So yeah. um, it's, it's pretty cool. So absolutely. Um, so, so looking back and I'm, I'm not one to look back and, have regrets or go if only but you know we've all everybody i think uh would probably look back to those early days and go far out i could have got that name or i there, there was a name i could have yeah. picked up that i i didn't have, have you got any domains that um you you distinctly remember that you passed on that you sort of wish well, you'd I, picked I, up? Have, I have domains that i sold that i wish i hadn't sold you oh know, yeah I, that too <laughs> I, I i had um i had weed.com um, sold it in, you know, 2008 uh, for little, hardly anything more than I purchased it for. And, you know, I sold at auction at a traffic conference and, you know, their it's, the room was full of demeanors. And, uh, you know, that name passed through there and it sold for around $100,000. And today is easily worth, you know, eight, 10 million. And so yeah, I think yeah. everyone that was in that room can could answer that question of, hey, we all let this domain pass by us and only one guy picked it up for a steal, um, in, you know, relative to today. But at the time, who knew that, uh, you know, cannabis would be legalized? So and, and that's the thing. And look, a lot of domain investing is really having some degree of forward thinking and uh, almost having a crystal ball. But it, it, if you do your research, uh, and and see things that are coming down the track and have it's it's speculation obviously that you because you don't no one knew as you said that the cannabis industry was going to be this big some people probably had a fair indication if they were close to the that sector that, that this was going to happen but your yeah. average person wouldn't have known so in, right. in terms of looking at domains and when you're picking domains up as you know, you've had some amazing domains and obviously still do have a great portfolio which we can touch on but uh, names like resume, um, and you can't disclose how much you, you, you sold that for. That's uh, that's completely fine. Um, but that name, how long did you have resume for? Um, what oh, what know, year did you pick that up in? Gosh, um, pick that up. I want to say that it was around 2012 that we picked okay. that up. Um, um, that and resumes.com. So we, we bought the, the, the singular and the plural from different parties um, within about six months of each other. And, um, you know, we, the, you know, the very big difference about that is that we built a real business around it, you know, um, yes, an office yes. here in, in Vancouver, you know, more than 10 staff, um, you know, it was, uh, it had 4 million um, resumes that had been um, hand built by end users on there. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's what, uh, you know, when Indeed um, purchased that from us, um, you know, they're buying not just a domain name, but they're buying an entire business, business. Um, you know, absolutely, really, you know, first, first page um, results on all of uh, 
the Google keywords around resume. Um, so it was, um, it's more than just the domain. Um, Com you know, completely. There, yeah. I think that's the thing that uh, a lot of people forget is the domain is really the start point. It isn't the end point, um, but it's the foundation that everything is built on. And it's a, probably a perfect example of a domain that's been used to probably the best of its ability. It was the name matches the function, the content, the service. Uh, so it just, everything makes complete sense about what it was mm -hmm. being used for. And there's some domains out there, quite a lot of domains that I see that don't do that. <laughs> they're completely mismatched to what they're being used for. Um, right. in, in a lot of, in a lot of cases, I mean, you know, you, you probably never would have had resume used as a brandable. I can't imagine <laughs> someone would have used it as a brandable because it was too strong, a generic term that, that meant right. something to the most people, but right. you, you know, you've got, other names in your portfolio that probably would you say would be classified as brandable domains versus just completely generic? Have you got a mix of those? Yeah, you know, I, I prefer um, in the super premiums, I prefer to have category defining domains like logo.com, resume.com, hockey.com, mm -hmm. um, you know, then there are um, some that are um, more brandable, but are still single word keywords uh, like face.com. Yep. Um, you know, but, uh, when you go into the actual, you know, um, ocean.net is the, is the, um, is the, um, domain that I use for, um, ocean networks, which is my company. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's not anything to do with ocean, right? Uh, no, I mean, that's similar example. to yeah. the way, um, that, that, uh, Rob has used uh, pool.com, you know, pool.com is for drop catching. Um, you know, and mm -hmm. it's kind of got a loose association with, you know, yep. the um, AGP pools, you know, the connection pools that we use at the registry. But for the common person, it's just like, hey, it's just a brandable, uh, but it's a it's a it's a name like um, and a great example of a brandable that we have is midnight.com. Um, so that's a, yeah, yeah, you know, that that can mean various different things to different people. Um, whereas logo.com, you know, Gosh, if you're not getting a logo at logo.com, you know, what are, what are you selling? You know, uh, uh, well, yeah, you know, it, it, exactly. Um, it would be, whereas um, midnight, midnight can be a lot of different things. Um, there's not one definitive thing that a user would expect to find at midnight.com. So, um, you know, but you know, when you, when you're going to, um, to, to brand paw or brand bucket or domainify, um, you can find lots of brandables um that are made up words and yes you know Absolutely. i don't have as many of those um i prefer um to have the the one word um english word dictionary words or even the uh we have a lot um and by a lot i mean in the thousands of two word single word uh sorry two word dot coms where yes. they are real words so whether it's like you know fellowshipfinance.com um, you know, so it's, it's those, those are what we've specialized in. Um, that's not to say that we won't um, branch out into the brandables. Um, I'm definitely intrigued by, um, what brand bucket and brand paw, um, mm. have been able to do. Um, and, you know, with, uh, with, uh, um, FD and, and Dan and others that, uh, you're able, like, as you say, you know, you're just able to create this, um, a marketplace. Um, whereas before we'd be like, okay, 
I need to get a programmer and this is my wireframe. This is what I want to do. And how am I going to Absolutely. do the payments? Blah, blah, blah. Now, now he's just like, you know, in a weekend, you're really deciding which platform am I going to tie my portfolio in with? Um, and so yeah. there's so much more you can do. Um, but I think you're going to find me on name pros, um, you know, buying up um, some brandable portfolios um, because, you know, I'm, I'm 50. I don't have the time to go and create my own brandables portfolio one at a time. I gotta, I'll leave that to the, uh, to the young people. Um, you know, when I was 20 and 30 years old, I worked seven days a week, you know, 14 hours a day. Um, so, but now that yeah. I'm 50, I'm not doing that. I'd rather, you know, share some of the, share some of the um, revenue that I've earned in, in some of the sales um, and use that to, to, to buy up some, uh, to buy up some portfolios. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. That, that makes complete sense. So I'm a few years older than you, mate. So I know how it feels. Um, so it's, it's a case of uh, looking at, yeah, looking at these and sort of evaluating time versus task. And, you know, do you really want to spend the, the remaining years of your life sort of, on the hustle all the time. So I completely, right. completely get that. Um, am I correct in saying, and maybe this is just a piece of information I've got in my head that I heard somewhere, was uh, one of the owners when you bought Resume or Resumes an Australian domain owner? Um, I seem to have that in my head, but maybe I'm incorrect. No? I don't know. Um, I know that Resume.com was purchased and held for a short amount of time before we purchased it. So the, the guy who bought it Mm -hmm. um, had it for, I don't know if it was a year or two years, and then we bought it off him and he made a, a ton of money. Um, but, uh, you know, because, you know, for that, for that pair, we we're well into the seven figures, you know, I, um, yeah. had uh, a partner that, uh, cause I, I didn't buy that by myself. So it was a partnership in, in buying those names. Um, but we knew exactly what we wanted to do with the domain, um, when we, when we purchased them. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who the owner, I just, okay. you know, I did yeah, my due diligence, but I don't know who the owner is off the no, top no, of my that's, head. That's fine. It's just a, something was flooding my, in my head that I had to ask. So, um, so you, you're going along, you're doing all this and during all this time that's happening with these names and, and, uh, you decide just off the cuff, oh, let's go and start a names conference for domain names <laughs> 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 just to give us something extra to do because we're not busy enough. You know, multi multi yeah. businesses let's go and create something that's going to suck all of our time <laughs> out of our life and create something on namescom um no. joking aside of course it was you know it's a fantastic thing and it still exists today and for those who don't know what namescon is it's a domain investor uh, conference um one of the most popular probably the biggest now and it went um and and richard passed and sold that on to uh, GoDaddy, who have been running it since so give us a bit of a backstory on that one because i think you said around 2012 was when you oh yeah you know it was that? well um it was actually closer uh more like 2013 2014 um okay. so basically back in 2012 um we had done you know i i distinctly remember at uh, the domain fest in um in santa monica um, put on by um, a domain sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, at one of the evening events, you know, they had a, what they call an open evening. So it was dinner, you know, everyone's at, at the dinner, sponsored dinner. And then it was just like, everyone is just, you know, go off and do your own things. And Greg McNair is wandering around and he and I were involved in water school. And yes. he comes up to me during the party, during the dinner and says, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, um, shave this guy's head um, and yeah, we're going to that. raise money. I think it was Vern actually. Um, yep. And he's like, we're going to shave Vern's head and we're going to raise some money. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, he's had a couple of drinks already. I'm like, oh, sure. Okay, great. Whatever. <laughs> <It's> crazy Australian. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Australian. Exactly. And then, you know, 30 minutes later, it's the end of the dinner and um, you know, the, the sponsor of the event, I think it was Sato, um, is saying thank you for everyone coming. And then Greg wanders up on the stage, grabs the mic and says, okay, before everyone clears out, uh, we're having a party over at uh, Richard's Suite at yep. the Shangri-La Hotel. Um, and, you know, basically Greg and I and a few others, we had these... Um, we knew that this hotel had these rooms where it had a big shared balcony. So oh, we're like, oh, right. you know, in the evenings, we can just go and hang out on this big balcony. Yep. And, um, you know, so it wasn't planned that uh, Greg would invite everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so we go back to the hotel. And I'm like, I, I'm like, Greg's just like made this announcement. We have no idea how many people are going to show up. Anyway, um, we go to the it's a small boutique you know small hotel a block away from the from the um the main fairmont hotel yeah. um and long story short 150 people show up um, the hotel security stops any more people from from coming upstairs um and at two o'clock in the morning we shave five people's heads and we raise twenty two thousand dollars Fantastic. So then we did that again at a, a number of other conferences. And so then um, fast forward a couple of years to 2014, um, the, the January 2014 conference. I've, you know, Greg and I are, are very heavily involved in water school and in raising money and in supporting the amazing work that they've been doing in Uganda. I've been involved since 2007. And so as part of the, you know, at this point, you know, we've, we've committed to um, water school that, hey, we're going to be able to raise $20,000 in January of 2014. Um, you know, and, and this, it's a small charity and they're relying on this money. And we're like, yeah, we've been able to do it at all of these conferences. October 2013 is rolling around and there's been no announcement for Domain Sponsor uh, to be holding their, uh, their Domain Fest. Right. And so I'm like, ah. We'll just hold one. You know, everyone's going to go to Las Vegas for the Affiliate Summit anyway. So why don't we just hold something in Affiliate Summit um, at the same time? We'll have it be a non-conference conference. We'll just, you know, we'll just go. And we'll get 100 people. Um, and we'll just, you know, we'll have a, a party. We'll shave people's heads. And we'll, you know, we'll just kind of replicate what we did a couple of years ago. We might what not hit 20,000, but we'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get 10. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I, I start talking with um, Jody Chamberlain and Jonathan Frakes and we're like, okay, you know what, let's, let's actually hold it at a real hotel. Let's hold it at, with a, an actual agenda. Um, but all of the proceeds, um, profits will go to water school. And Fantastic. so we, you know, I know we, we have a limited amount of time, so make it faster. We hold this conference um, in 90 days, right? From the, from the time we register the domain name hand registered namescon.com yeah um 
uh, 90 days from then until the, we're actually hosting it in, in Las Vegas. And it, instead of 100 people attending, we had 550. Wow. Um, instead of it being a one night event, it was um, three nights uh, with, uh, you know, three and a half days of, of um, agenda. Um, you know, the hotel was completely freaking out on us because they're like, you know, you're having too many people. You need to sign a waiver because we've got this fashion show going on next door. You're going to complain about the noise. You know, you have to sign a waiver that you're not going to complain about the noise. I'm bleeding through the shared wall. Yeah, in the right. end, the fashion show complained, complained about how loud our conference was. <laughs> no, no surprise. Five hundred domainers. Of course, it's going to be the domainers that are louder than the fashion show. Yeah, and we held um, a water night. Um, you know, we we didn't uh, um, we didn't hold back, and and we held this uh, water night event, um, and we we ended up raising over a hundred thousand dollars in that amazing in that, uh, in the names con first names con for water school. Um, well done. And, you know, That's part of that was what we raised at Water Night. Part of that was what NamesCon um, kicked in as the uh, as the profit that it earned. And you know, over the life over the life of the um, of the five years, four or five years that I ran NamesCon, we raised um, over half a million dollars uh, for Water School from the domain community. And wow. you know, I, I pushed it hard that you know the reason that you go to NamesCon or the reason that you're at NamesCon is because this charity exists. If the charity didn't exist, there would not be a NamesCon to go to. Yeah. So if you're benefiting in any way from um, having gone to a NamesCon, then you 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 owe it in karma to support Water School because it wouldn't have happened. It, you know, if someone had contacted me and said, "Hey, let's hold a conference," I'm like, what's my motivation? You know, uh, yeah. taking all this work on. I, you know, I had the motivation was that I had this commitment that it had already made. <laughs> to this charity um, that we yep. would be raising money. So that's, uh, and, and for people who want to go and donate to, uh, to water school, is it waterschool.org? Is it? No. Uh, well, yeah, we, we, I'm sure we have waterschool.org, but uh, yeah, waterschool.com. It is.com. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, we, we also have water.ngo uh, that was gifted by uh, the, the folks at PIR. Um, nice. But yeah, so um, waterschool.com. Is, cool. We'll um, put the we'll put the link to that to, to those in the in the show that'd notes. That'd be fantastic. So, so so people who are listening can and go and contribute to that because say they're benefiting from listening to you now, just the same as they would if they went to a, a namescon. So it's no different. Get your money out, people, um, yeah. and help <laughs> help do. a good cause. So that that's an amazing story. I mean, it's just I love how things just organically happen like that, and it it goes to show when people are thinking that they can't make a difference or they can't make an impact that this sparked from just a thought in your head, um, you know, and then off it goes and other people get involved. And next thing you know, it just turns into this great big snow snowball rolling down a hill. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, so you got to a point where you decided you weren't, didn't want to get stay involved with doing the names cons. It was, was it too time consuming? What was the reason you decided to get out of doing that? You know, I mean, when we when we first when we finished the first year and decided to do a second year, um, we you know we def definitively knew at that point that um, we just wanted to build it and sell, mm -hmm. um, because you know at heart we're domain developers and not conference organizers. Um, there's you know it was a fun business. Um, it was all it was completely time consuming. Um, it was yeah. a full time. Uh, you know, we had full time staff working all year. 
Um, so, you know, the, the day after NamesCon ended, um, you know, there was a, a, a break for a few days um, and then right back to work. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was quite a grind and um, it was, uh, but it was, you know, very valuable. And so um, we, when world um, web ho world hosting days came along and, uh, and said, Hey, you know, what, what if you came, became part of us? Um, and um, so world hosting days um, is a part of the uh, global host um, group. And mm -hmm. so <laughs> world hosting days owned us, uh, you know, purchased us and then GoDaddy purchased um, the, the hosting company. Yeah. And so NamesCon is like a line item in this conference business, which is a line <laughs> item in this massive $2 billion uh, web hosting company. Um, yeah. And that's how um, NamesCon became part of the GoDaddy family. But it's amazing to see um, how much support, um, you know, um, um, Paul Nix um, is running uh, and is, is in charge of NamesCon and Soren is still running it. Mm -hmm. um, Soren is, is the, the head of World Hosting Days. You know, and we had the CEO of um, GoDaddy speaking at, um, at the last NamesCon. So you can see that there's a lot of um, support by GoDaddy, but they're still allowing it to, to run completely the way it was um, as an independent organization. Um, and so it's, it's been fantastic um, to see it being taken to the next level. Like, um, you know, I wouldn't personally be able to um, do some of the things that they've been able to do. Um, and so yeah, they, that's, the, that's, that's it, a fair call. It's great to see it kind of grow up and, and just continue on. And uh, the online version, I think, was fantastic. I mean, during all the things we're dealing with now, uh, I think the fact that we, we couldn't get to one, having it online is the obvious thing to do. So rather than not having one at all. And yeah. uh, I think for the first one that they ran, I think it went very, very well. You know, minor hiccups, but considering all the moving parts and keeping everything synchronized and the amount of different speakers and presenters and rooms and chats and stuff that was going on, I think it was really, really, yeah. really, really great. And um, I think, I mean, for someone like me who lives in such an isolated place in Perth, it's, it's a lot harder for us just to hop over to Vegas. For, you know, yeah. we can, we, we, it's not a short flight between states, you know, it's like a 24 yeah. hour trip plus time, you know, uh, jet yeah. lag and all the other things you got to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but I think, yeah, having the online version is great. So I look forward to the, the combination of both moving forward when things get back to some normality uh, and we've got the, the in-person one because you can't beat the in-person one. No one, I don't, anyone would argue, right. you know, you don't get to go and sit in a hotel room and watch someone get their head shaved on the online yeah. one. You know, that's like, <laughs> you can't replicate that in the, in the online yeah. to, to that degree. So, so, so let's have a catch up uh, with what you're doing now because this is obviously another gigantic uh, domain name, another gigantic business, and you know you're you're in a business that I'm sort of cross pollinate to because I've got a marketing digital marketing agency. Uh, we've got someone in in house that does some logos for us, but we also have some that we've outsourced. Uh, so we would like to talk to you more as we go down the track about this as well. Um, yeah. So. When did logo.com come on your radar? What, what sort of, what was the, the process up to you buying the name and thinking about the business? Yeah. So, um, you know, what, what I loved about logo.com is that it's, um, it, it is what it, it is what it says on the box, you know, yep. it's, it's very much like resume. 
and hockey.com in that um, you know what the user is going to expect to experience when they type that in um, or when they click on it in, as a search engine result. And so it was, a, it was about, gosh, seven years ago um, that we first got it into our portfolio. But we knew at that point um, that our hands were full with both um, NamesCon um, and with Resume. Mm -hmm. And so um, we let it percolate. Um, and so we, by, by the time you know, we finished um, um, exiting out of Resume and, and, and out of NamesCon, um, then we basically, you know, uh, James Morfalplus and I um, um, took our, our, the summer off and then, you know, said, okay, that we know what we need to do. Uh, let's plan it out. Um, let's um, get the funding in place and let's just get started. And so because it's not our first build, um, we're taking lessons that we learned um, in building resume and not having to, uh, to, to spin our wheels quite as much. There's still a lot yeah. of wheel spinning, but yeah, we're not yeah. spinning our wheels quite as much. You know, with resume, honestly, I think we built four platforms over the seven years. And when you're building a new platform, you're literally throwing away your old one. Um, yeah. And so with logo, um, we knew from the beginning that, hey, let's build this as a partner first platform because are the majority of our sales are not going to come necessarily from people coming into logo.com, but coming in through partnerships that we're doing with other larger partners that have a, a larger distribution. So everything that you see that you can do on logo.com can be done um, when it's um, accessed via the API. So if you are a Weebly or a Wix or a Squarespace or a Duda, you are able to access all of the points of the logo um, creation, the same as what you see on logo.com. And what, whereas a lot of the com competition in automated logo making, um, they have a WYSIWYG, it's, you know, just client side and any edits that the person does is just basically within their browser and then it gets pushed back up. Anyways, it's a bit technical, but mm. the, the way we've built it allows um, for a tremendous amount of flexibility and power from the partner standpoint. So when we have website builders or printers or marketplaces that want to tie in and be able to, um, you know, name spin and have logos appearing um, instantly, um, you know, that that's something that is we are able to do because we are an API um, powered logo maker that that is partner first. So yeah, okay. And uh, yeah. Do, so in that process, you it sounds like you partner with other businesses. And that's one of the reasons you set uh, the system up to work that way. So it's sort of another business can plug into logo and have it as a another supply source um provider uh mm -hmm. do you do things do you have any like affiliate programs that you you use on logo to promote it have you gone down that path or not yeah yeah uh, we've we've actually um got uh, multiple affiliate programs running um through tap affiliate as well as share a sale mm -hmm. and so yeah we have affiliates we have white label and then we have api um so that's why i say we're partner first in that yes. uh, we don't expect the majority of our sales to come through logo.com, even though mm -hmm. it's a, it's got that power, but when you're partnering, you know, if you're in, whether it's um, as an affiliate or whether it's as uh, as a, a site builder, when you're partnering with someone, you want to know that they're all in. So rather than it being, you know, something like logomountain.com or logoriver.com, you know, it's uh, logo.com. And so yeah. it's like, you know, 
that we're living and breathing logos. It's not a side project. It's not something that we're doing in adjunct to something else, right? Yes. It's not a lead gen. We live and breathe logos. And so, uh, you know, the, the partners are important, but um, from the partner's side, um, when they are looking at, you know, who to be an affiliate of, um, do, you know, do you choose someone who's doing this as a side gig or, you know, isn't necessarily in it for the long haul, or do you do it with someone who is, you know, all in, so to speak? And, you know, um, just, just putting our cards on the table to, to purchase um, logo.com, um, you know, yeah. it, it, it shows commitment. <laughs> Com- completely, you know, it's not, yeah. It's, yeah not, that's... it's not a hand yeah. reg. <laughs> no, as far from a hand reg as you could possibly get. Um, yeah. So I th- that's great. I mean, look, Rob and I own a few logo-related domains, so we'll have to have a chat and plug those in because you know, I'm affiliated with quite a lot of different um well some not a lot a few other logo companies i can't remember who they are now shows how important they are it's not as memorable as logo.com this is this is a good example of uh, a domain that is impossible to forget Uh, so when did logo.com start when did you actually launch the platform you know we launched it um we launched it about a year ago um and i would say we really did a soft launch um and then we you know, because we truly believe that in the uh, in the saying of you know, if you're not launching, um, if you if you're not embarrassed when you launch, you're not launching fast enough. Exactly. Um, so yeah. So we we yep. launched uh, with a soft launch, um, and then we refined it. Um, we did a, a tremendous amount of work um, in earlier this year, um, and over the summer, and um, you know, we we continue to to uh, to um, do. Um, minor and major releases um but what you if you're looking at what we're um able to do today versus what we were doing in say january february um you know the quality is is just that much better and the variety is is uh is um more diverse um and it's a lot it's it's faster you know the goal is to take a um, two or three week time frame of that it usually takes to generate a logo or to to end up with a logo that you're happy with and compress that down to 20 minutes. Um, so wow. that from the time you land yeah. on the website to the time you you're leaving with you know a package of 120 different file sizes and sh- social media and letterhead, business cards, all of that, um, you know that that it, you've spent 100 bucks and 20 minutes. Um, so you know it may not be your forever logo. Um, but it's definitely going to be a logo that allows you to keep that forward momentum in your business yes. idea. So when you're, when you've got this, it's Friday and you've got this idea, you've registered the domain name, you've, um, you've launched with, uh, you know, Weebly and you get to the point where you need to put in a logo, what are you going to do? Right. A lot of people get stuck at that point or they get, they take a tangent and they, they call their friend or they open paint or you know, they um, yeah. try and, and use a, an online logo maker that, you know, gosh, is, is just as complicated as Photoshop. Um, so yeah. we, we, yep. we spent hundreds of hours um, trying to, to um, ride the balance between um, providing you with a finished product as, um, and also allowing you to intuitively make changes to that. Um, you know, we, we really, um, we've looked at, um, hundreds of thousands of logos and we have um, we're trying to protect people from their own non-designer um, yeah. 
um, desires of yep. overcomplicating and cartooning um, their logo. So, you know, there is a trend um, in the logo design space, especially in the budget space, um, to um, make your your logo very cartoon-like. And that's fine if you're running like a Discord server, but it's not fine if you're running a restaurant or a coffee shop or a doctor's yeah. office or a law firm, or you're wanting to, to portray to your you know, domain purchaser that, hey, this domain represents this professional um, aspect or this professional industry. And yet you're putting up a, you know, a cartoon um, like design that was the, you know, sure, it cost you five bucks on Fiverr, but um, it's still, you know, it took you 10 days um, or four days. Um, and it, it's overly complicated. And it, it just doesn't look good. Um, you've got less than three seconds to convey professionalism, um, you know, and goodwill through yep. your logo. And gosh, um, you know, we see people trying to plug in a flag and a sword and a coffee mug and, you know, uh, the, you know <laughs> just like, oh, I want the wave going through. And it's just like, you know what, you, you've put too much in too much detail into it. And, you know, it's not going to look good. Um, when you um, have to shrink it down onto a favicon, you know, yeah. or it's it's not going to look good when you put it um, as embroidery on your on your sweatshirt or on your baseball cap. Um, you know, the colors are there's too many colors in there. So the the uh, the one of the problems that we see is that people are overcomplicating their logos, and but the designers are trying to do that to justify the fact that they're charging you, you know, hundred two hundred dollars. Um, so thousands. You know, with us, mean, we've, 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 we've come across clients that have spent thousands on a logo. Yeah. Uh, so I think, oh, far out, you know, th a thousand, two thousand dollars. You really want to come up with the absolute greatest logo ever created by man <laughs> to pay that much. Because I think, as you say, um, it's an evolving thing. And, you know, you, the, the, the logo you have now may only stay with you for a year or two. And then you you may invest in a, a better one as you as you go. So, so what sort of percentage of people um, are end users coming to to Lego versus your your partners, affiliates, etc.? I'd say right now it's about fifty fifty. Okay. Um, you know, but uh, you know, yeah, I think that. Um, you know, you're, you touched on a topic. Uh, I, I remember when I was in the paging business, we paid $15,000. This is like 1992. Okay? Yeah. So that's a lot of money, right? With inflation, $15,000 for our logo. Wow. Um, for, the, for the paging company. And I can definitively say that logo.com would generate a better logo than the one we paid $15,000 for. Yeah, been there, mate. I've done. I've done this. Yeah. I'm not. Not. I haven't spent that much. I've spent a couple of grand on a logo. They look back now and go, far out, really. But you know, yeah. back then, you think of the degree of uh, how many people are available now that have graphic design skills. You know, back in '95, yeah. it was a very new thing. Very limited yeah. people could actually create that, so they sort of really owned the space and could charge what they like. Now, yeah. as you say, you've got so many more options and, and logo.com is, is one of those. And look, how have you experienced it? Because this is a common thing that people talk about when they own the category killer premium.com domain or, in a, or a country code version, if they're talking about a particular country that they're working in. How have you found that logo.com has opened doors for you in conversations for partners and other businesses? 
Oh, uh, you know, absolutely. And, it, you know, we know, um, going back from resume that the, that those doors are, are wide open. You know, when, when you call someone, um, whether it's a cold call or a LinkedIn or an email, and you're messaging them from logo.com versus, you know, as I, I said before, logo river, um, or logo kitten, you know, it's, you're not going to have that sense of goodwill. You're not going to have that sense of, um, um, that the person's, that the person will take you as seriously. Um, the best example I can give you um, that I can talk about is uh, with resume.com, you know, I was going down to an ICANN meeting in LA and I wanted to talk to ZipRecruiter. You know, here's the ZipRecruiter ads all the time, whether it's on XM yep. radio or on podcasts. Um, and I sent a message um, on LinkedIn to the CEO. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in town next week. Uh, you know, do you have 15 minutes on Tuesday or Thursday that we could get together? Yeah. And literally 15 minutes later, he's like, yes, here's my calendar. Let's meet um, at two o'clock on Tuesday. Yep. And here's you my know? firstborn and, child. Would you like to take them as well? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, 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 I did not have a connection, you know, in common. I didn't ask for an introduction. It was just a literally a cold email, like through LinkedIn. Um, and to, you know, to get a response from a, you know, $200 million company, um, without an intro, without, um, you know, that, that sense of commonality, you know, it's not my charm. It's not the way I wrote the email. It's completely based on the fact that I was sending it to them from resume.com. And likewise, you know, when we're sending people messages from logo.com, they know, okay, these guys are serious. They're not yeah, just, yep. um, they're not clowning around. That's a, that's a great example. And I've had this similar experiences myself. And it's, I think it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot is, you know, the potential of opening doors because you have that leverage and that the, the, the sort of top level domain that's a king of the castle. So um, yeah, w w well done. So um, any other interesting things in the works before we finish up? Because we're uh, almost done with the, the time we need to finish to, to let you get back into your life. Yeah, we, um, I know that a lot of, uh, a lot of um, the listeners here are domainers. And so, you know, we have interesting things that we can do for, uh, for domainers in terms of um, bulk um, generation of logos. So if you have okay. a portfolio that you're you're looking at and you're like, okay, I'm chipping away here. I'm getting you know five or ten logos a month, um, or you know one. Um, you know we we have a solution for that um, where we can do a subscription so that you can um, you know um, work on them yourself. Great. Um, and you know and or if you prefer to uh, to to say, okay, look, I've got five thousand logos. I'm never going to get to them all. Let's just go to, to logo.com and generate 5,000 logos. I'm not going to look at them all, right? But at least I've got them, I've got them filed, I've got the file named, and then I can apply them to my landing pages in bulk. Um, yes. You know, we can, yes. we have solutions for that as well. And that's great. You know, talking, that's, that's perfect because a few I'm dollars um, per logo at that point, um, because it's a, you know, it's a low resolution logo. Um, it's automatically generated, you know, so, you know, three or $4, $5 for a logo. Um, and, you know, and, and you're just done, right? In, in yeah, a week, yep. you can have 5,000 logos generated for you. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm in the process of doing that for my FD uh, landing pages and, and logos and for the sort of premium listings that I'm putting up. Uh, we, we're going through doing that. So I thought there's got to be a better way of doing this. So that, that's cool. So 
is that something that's available currently just off the website or do we need a special link to get access to that? How can people yeah, get Yeah, that? I mean, it, it, we were, it's not something that we're offering through the website uh, simply because it is a bit more customized. But yeah, just reach out to me. I'm, you know, richard at logo.com. That's pretty easy. Yep. Um, yeah, or find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm pretty hard. I'm pretty uh, easy to find on the, on the internet. Um, so, you know, just hit me up and tell me what you're wanting and chances are we have a solution and that we've done it for someone else. Um, and yeah. they just haven't yep. told you that, that they've gotten their logos from us. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So, uh, we'll make sure to, uh, put some links there for people to find your LinkedIn profile, et cetera. And, um, look, it's been brilliant chatting to you. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, um, apologies again for the, the weird lag we've got going on with the video. Never, never had that happen before. Um, but so I just did an update on uh, our computer for uh, Mac Big Sur. I can hear all the Windows users going, yeah, that's why, because it's it's a Mac. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm on a Mac I don't know, too, so maybe. <laughs> I don't know whether it's that or I just updated Zoom as well. So it could be a combination. But at least people listening to the audio, it won't be laggy. It's, it should be fine. Um, so... So thanks again, Richard. Uh, great having you on the podcast. We'd love to have you back on again in the future for a catch up. And uh, we really appreciate the time you took to come and have a chat to us. It's uh, It's been fantastic. So um, stay safe and good fortune uh, with, with logo.com and we'll speak soon. Thanks very much, Ed. I appreciate it. See ya. Bye. And we're done.